Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. Welcome back, DJ. A little bit of a week off. You know, you had some you had some things going on. I actually didn't even bother to ask you if you could come in for the podcast. You didn't. I, I just knew that after uh, the trip that we had taken and then the start to the, I guess, official school type thing yeah, for la- you. Last week was the first uh, week of school yeah. for me. So, um, And you're ready for summer break, huh? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm counting down the days, yeah. counting counting down the days to the end of May. Uh, but if it There's helps, a lot of days. I just you know fingers crossed that my employers don't listen to this podcast. Sure, that's good. Like half maybe of, half of my well, day. Well, hold on, maybe maybe we shouldn't say anything and just leave it at that, right? I work really hard. Yes, you work so hard, and that's why I didn't ask you to come in just yeah. because I knew you had a lot on your plate. Yeah. But welcome back. Uh, we've got a, a good topic today, one that. Hopefully people understand what we're talking about. It's, I think these two things that we're talking about can easily be grouped together. Oh, yeah. Because it does involve robots, <clears throat> and it does involve, both of them involve phone calls. Yeah. So this is something that, of course, I'm not going to say the exact name of today's episode because we try not to do that until the topic transition. Yeah, if you don't know, if you don't know that by now, then we shouldn't have to explain it to you. But in this day and age, these two things come up a lot. And, and it's a frust- it's, it's a oh. frustrating experience. Um, and, and, and that's what what's interesting is we're a podcast that people come to because it's hopefully a pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. It's, maybe it's a relaxing experience. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that comfort food that's yeah. always there. You know, that bag of Doritos in your pantry, that box of Cheez-Its that's, that's you know, hey, I haven't had it in a while, oh. but I need, a, I need a little bit of Cheez-Its. Dude, the white cheddar Cheez-Its. Mm. I ate a whole box of those and hate myself for hours after, but... I can't ever say no. Recently, I had extra cheesy Cheez-Its. Oh, my God. Really? So good. I, I, I'll go ahead and put the stamp of approval on those. Those, those were fantastic. But what I'm trying to say is that this podcast comes out once a week, every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And whenever I say every Wednesday, for the most part, it's every Wednesday. Right. I, I don't know specifically, but I think if we started in 2017, right? Mm-hmm. 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021... 2022 we're coming up on five years of all you need to know this november which is kind of crazy and if you do the math we're gonna have to celebrate we will we will we definitely will a five-year anniversary is Mm. is big whenever you're dating or whenever you're married so why not make it a big deal for a podcast reaching its five-year anniversary but what i'm saying is that it's there and that's the that's the thing that people always come up to dj and myself and say hey what you guys do I don't listen to it, yeah. but it's there. Yeah. And that's what we, we, like, we say, well, maybe try listening to it, but thank you. Well, because we like to look at it. It's, it's, it's one of those things that when you don't want it or you don't need it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, at least it's there. Yeah. But the moment that you do want or do need something like that, and exactly. then it's not there, now your whole world comes crumbling down. Yeah. And we want to keep the stabilization of having a normal, like just, it's that constant mundane norm right. in people's it's lives. It's almost like white noise. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's there, but yeah. you don't even realize that exactly. it's there. You kind of grow numb to it. Yeah. I think that you could also uh, maybe relate our podcast to the flathead screwdriver, right? Most of the time, people that are listening to podcasts, they're going to use the Phillips 
screwdriver, right? right? Yeah. But then occasionally you're like, oh, I need a flathead. Yeah. And that's what we are. We're the flathead screwdriver. I, it, which I know there's got to be some explanation behind all of that. And this is not necessarily helping your analogy, but it just kind of, it, it kind of came to me, which, and I think I'm already in a frustrated mood because today's topic, I feel like it's yeah. almost going to be like a Quinn and DJ rant. I know we've got to be episode. careful. We've got to be careful to inform, but, but also exactly. entertain. But, um, the, with the flathead or the Phillips mm-hmm. or the hex, why can't we just have one universal screw? Right. It's What's kind of the like point. Yeah. It's kind of like, why can't we have one universal like plug-in whenever you travel overseas? It's all different. Yeah. Why can't we have one universal measuring system, the metric system, which I think the United States might be the only country that doesn't do that, but right. it's exactly like that. And so I think what you're saying is why can't all podcasts be all you need to know? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Well, and I agree. If you're saying that, I, well, you weren't saying that, but now that I said it, you said it. Is right. that right? Okay. That's exactly And on yeah. that note, talking about who's saying what and saying things and who said what and said said this, right? Yeah. And Let's that. go ahead and jump into today's topic. This is episode 232, Robocalls and Automated Phone Systems. Yeah. I think that we can kind of just jump back and forth between both of these topics. Yeah. Because like I said, they're intertwined, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, they are separate. Because one of them, a robocall, Mm -hmm. is a call that you're getting. Your Mm -hmm. phone rings and you answer it and then it's like, we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Yeah. And then you hang up. Yeah. The other one, an automated phone system or an automated customer service system, is uh, whenever you call a company, you probably need help with something. And they don't want to help you. They clearly don't want to help you because it's, Hi, welcome to Starbucks. Press 1 for more options. Yeah. Press 2 for less options. Yeah. Press 3 to be frustrated. Press 4 to curse. Press 5 to not get anyone on the phone. Yeah. Press 6 to be on hold for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Press seven, and then like by the time you're you're like, how many options? And none of these are the ones that I want, right? Yeah. I want to call. I just want to talk to somebody. Yeah. Whereas press, it should be press one to speak to someone. Yeah. Uh, an actual person. Like you said, it's going to be hard not to rant about this stuff. But where do you want to start? Because I kind of introduced both of those things. We've got the robocalls and the automated phone systems. What are your experiences with both? Let's go ahead and talk about that. Well, a lot the robocalls have kind of gotten to a point where they're so frequent that if a number pops up on my like if I get a phone call and it's a number that I don't know, I don't answer it. Exactly. And if it's somebody that needs to talk to me, they need to leave a message. And recently, and I'll call them back. Recently, I know that I think Apple has provided a service where you can block unknown callers which oftentimes are the robo calls because mm-hmm. it's not like you're going to get a call from your mother and then it's a robo call right they, they're at one point they might get to that that's yeah. that that point where it's sneaky like that but for now it's just like a and the, the the weird thing about it is it used to be like you know both of us live in kentucky and you yeah. get a call from nevada you'd get a call from California. I got three calls in a row the other day. And I, the thing is, on the third one, I actually answered it mm-hmm. because 
I was like, okay, well, this person is just continuously calling. Yeah. This must not be a you're thinking, robotic thing. You're thinking thing. maybe it's like a dream job. They're like, God, we got to get a hold of this guy. Well, I don't know if it was dream job uh, because it said Compton, California. Oh, okay. So I, but like the first two times they were calling, I was like, uh, no. And then they called a third time within like a two minute span. I was like, maybe something's happened. Like, yeah. did I get drafted? Are we going to yeah, war? Yeah. So I answered and it was just silence. Mm-hmm. So I gave it about two seconds and I hung up because I'm afraid that if I stay on the phone with somebody too long, they're going to take what little money I have. Exactly. Exactly. Because oftentimes I've heard you, you know, while we're eating lunch together or, or just hanging out, you'll get a phone call and then start handing out your social security number and bank information. Yeah. And I, I've always told you not to do that, but you, you're trying to help. That, and that's the great thing about it is the, you're just trying to help. The one that gets me is um, they... They tell me that I've got a chance to, to be entered into, like, to be on The Price is Right. Mm-hmm. And that Bob Barker's going to actually be on the show instead of Drew Carey. Right. And Very that's, detailed. That's one that I can't pass up. Right. Because, one, it's The Price is Right. Two, they're bringing Bob Barker back exactly. specifically for that episode. And that's a risk I've got to be willing to take. And how many times have you given out your Social Security number and, and bank information for The Price is Right call? Baker's Dozen. Baker's dozen. Okay, that's not good, but it's. I mean, you're I learning, think, right? Yeah. It's a learning process. Well, you learn through your mistakes. Another thing, like you, you kind of did the, and it was a spot on mm-hmm. uh, interpretation, uh, imitation. Imitation, yeah. By the way, but the we're calling about your car's extended warranty. Yeah. That that one. You go. Oh, oh, does it have an extended no, warranty? No, and I've never. That no, one's never, never been okay. convincing to me, and I think like that's the robo calls that call about something that. You don't even have, like, we're calling about your Spectrum Wi-Fi or Spectrum Internet. You don't I don't have, have Spectrum. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, even have a house. I need you, if yeah. you're going to do this, freaking do it right. Do some research. Do some research, get mm-hmm. some background knowledge, and don't just start sending those bad boys out. What would be an example for you? Because I've got one in my head, and, and I'll let you go after me, but an okay. example of a robocall that would probably get you, besides the Price is Right one. For me, I think it would say something like, we've noticed you've been buying a lot of chocolate milk. May we offer you a monthly service of chocolate milk sending to your that house? That one would be tough. And I like chocolate milk, but I think what would hold me up on that one is, is like, do I want milk sent through the mail? Probably not. Ooh, yeah. yeah. But that would be an example where they did some research. They they looked at my buying history, and they see yeah. that I bought a, a, a large, ex, some might say excessive amount yeah. of chocolate milk. I tell you the ones that do tempt me a lot of times, and they're not actually like robocalls. They're texts. But it's like Murphy's gas, which I think is supposed to be not so great. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, not great gas. Is that but true? I, oh, is it the Walmart gas? Walmart gas, yeah. yeah. I, I've heard rumors. But you know what? A lot of times it's cheaper. And with does the price. Make, does it make your car go? Exactly. All right. It That's does. all that matters. Uh, but I'll get a text and be like, enter a sweepstakes for $7,000 worth of gas. Mm-hmm. Like, man. Hell yeah. I've. I mean, I've come close to clicking on that link a time or two. Yeah, and then it takes you to some weird website that's sourced in a different country, and then you, you, next thing you know, you lose your house. Yeah, it's some, like, Indian version of Abercrombie & Fitch, and I don't even like Abercrombie & Fitch. And so that's that's where things have gotten a lot more advanced in the robocall industry, I think, because 
sometimes it'll also be connected to fake emails. So maybe, and this isn't part of the episode, but I was just thinking like sometimes it'll send you to a website, mm -hmm. right? Because you were talking about the text messages. It'll send you to a website that looks a lot like Amazon.com. Yeah. It looks a lot like samsclub.com, mm -hmm. right? And But then you see something wrong, like, oh, they, they spelled Sam's Club with two A's or yeah. Amazon.coomb, yeah. Amazon.com. That comb? Yeah, that, that's where you just go, okay, maybe maybe there's something up with this. Yeah. I remember vividly, I'm not even sure why Murray State did this, but whenever I was in school there, I got an email and it said, and oftentimes I got an email that said I needed to reset my password, right? Because mm -hmm. they were just sticklers like, hey, if you don't want to lose... change it once a month. Yeah, someone's going to break in and do your homework for you. You better yeah. change your password. So I, I would say, <laughs> okay, whatever, I'll, I'll change it. And one time I got an email and it sent, said, hey, you need to change your password. And it took me to a website and I put in my information and then like entered to my old password and then a new password that I wanted Ooh. to do. And then it sent me to another page and it said, this was a test and this was a fake website. You weren't supposed to do this. So Murray State took the time to create a fake sign-in website that looks very similar to their sign-in website that they use for all the students and staff. And they made a fake one. They sent it out to everybody. And then they were like, ha, you shouldn't have done that. Got him. Can we not maybe use our time a little bit better than trying to fool all the students and staff with a fake login? Listen, I could go on. Uh, how much, mon how much to, money did they spend on that, on that know. software? They probably paid somebody five, ten thousand $10,000 to do that where they could have just lowered the price of parking or something. I, I don't know. I could definitely go on for a bit uh, with some complaints about about Murray State. Go racers, they, though. Shoes yeah, up. Yeah, shoe, shoes up. But um, back on the back on the robocalls thing, yeah. that's whenever you're getting called. And we were talking about uh, you, you almost I, I don't even know if you ever got to it, but you were like, I got three calls from Compton, Compton. California, yeah. But now or Malibu, maybe, which is vastly different than Compton. Yeah. But now they're getting to where they only call you from areas that are that are almost believable mm -hmm. around you in your area. So we live in western Kentucky. Sometimes yeah. I'll get a call from Bowling Green. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll get a call from Paducah, yeah. right? And sometimes you're like, well, maybe yeah. I left my wallet somewhere. Maybe they're calling, this business is calling me to give me my wallet back. But most of the time you, you, you answer it. Most of the time with those calls, I'll answer it. I won't say anything. Because as soon as you say something, that's whenever they say, like, you just won $100,000 as long as you give us all of your credit card information. Yeah. Things like that. And so, I don't know, just the robocalls. Like I said, Apple set up a thing where they block those calls for you, and that's been nice. But then again, I got into a position where I was talking to some people uh, on the phone from New York and Connecticut, yeah. and I had to turn it off because it would block their calls if mm -hmm. they called me. So that being said, I don't know. I think only robocalls are only going to get worse. They're only going to get more advanced. Yeah. And that's what I'm worried about because it. it I think the robocalls specifically – have attacked the older generation, which we have to protect our elders. Yeah. And they have to be careful with the phones. They uh, are not quite... Well, because it wasn't a thing until yeah. more recently. Uh, it's like the... I don't know if you've seen the Manti Teo documentary about him getting catfished. I haven't, no. About the fake girlfriend. I know it's, about the situation. I've really heard it's good. good. Yeah. It's really good. It's freaky. Um, however, I... like. It wasn't a thing until that made it big, and I think the the smartphones have kind of turned this whole 
thing in because you can do so much everything on your phone, yeah. which gives those people access. You used to, like with rotary phones, like you can't call and steal somebody's information like that. Unless you give it to them. And right. I think back, back then, maybe uh, the older generation is, I wouldn't say more gullible, but they're more, I guess, naive to the fact that people are trying to do that because I think there was a time where you would get phone calls from your local store mm-hmm. or maybe even a tele, an early telemarketing agency trying to sell you something or updating you. Your bank might call you at some point. So it's that connection where they're like, oh, I used to trust, be able to trust this. And of course, like anything, once you give too much freedom to it, most of the time people abuse it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened with, I think, the older generation. They're like, okay, I used to be able to trust it and now I can't even though I want to still. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of the the part on, uh, it was an episode of Seinfeld, a telemarketer calls his phone and he says, hey, I can't talk right now. Why don't you give me your number and I'll call you back? And he's, and the telemarketer said, sir, no, we can't do that. He's like, oh, okay, well then don't call me. And then he hung up the phone. Yeah. yeah. I've also heard of, I've, I've had people uh, that I know will answer those phone calls and act like they are um, intellectually challenged. Okay. Um, which is interesting. I also saw a video where somebody called and was like, had got, they thought they had the person on the hook and they had him on a computer, like putting information in Well, whoever it was a hacker basically, but they were calling somebody who had a background in hacking. Ooh, interesting. Out of nowhere, he's like, okay, so I just need to do this. He's like, no, 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 don't click that. And he clicked, it's like with one click, he reversed the thing and he ended up taking the hacker's money. Now that's what I need to learn how to do. Yeah. And the hacker over the phone is like going, why the heck would, why would you do that? Don't, no, no, no. Yeah. And, but that's what he was doing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Karma. Exactly. And I think that we've, we've covered robocalls. It might come back in a second, but let's talk about those automated customer service lines. Those are the ones that really get me So I just, just recently called the post office. Uh-huh. And I just wanted to know like, if, if this was the process that I needed to go through for a certain thing that I'm doing. Yeah. And I could not get anyone on the phone. Right? I'm trying to call my local post office, which should have a phone just somewhere in there. Instead, it, it routes me to like the customer service line for the entire United States Postal Service and then tries to make me go through all these things. And here's what was funny about it is I called them. I wouldn't say anything. And it would be like going through the thing like press one for this, press two for this, press three. Then it would stop and it'd say, did you say stamps? Yeah. And it's like it's almost like because I, I wasn't saying a word. No, nothing. I had that happen the other day. Nothing. And I so now I'm like. Maybe they set this up to where I'll just get frustrated and then not talk to them. I won't be able to stick with it. I 100% think, well, I think that there's some things that they make just easy enough to where you can take care of something. Um, Like if you're checking the balance on a gift card, Mm -hmm. then you call the number, you press uh, one number, you put the card number in, and then it tells you, and you never have to talk to anybody. Uh, But in a similar situation, uh, last week, I was calling MLBShop.com. I tried to order a jersey. Yeah. Still hasn't and come in? or No, apparently it was a lost package. Oh, like gosh. It, it, after, the day after I ordered, it uh, tells me it shipped. And then I never got another update for like a week and a half. And it was supposed to be in three to seven days. Mm-hmm. That's not good. No. So I'd called 
And it took me like 15 minutes to get through what I needed to get through and finally got in touch with somebody and they're like, well, today is the last day of guaranteed shipping. So we can't refund you, but if it doesn't come in by tomorrow, call back again and we'll refund you. And I was like, God, that's another half hour of my day tomorrow. Unbelievable. Because it's, and it did the same thing. Like it would be going through and you wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't say anything. And it would hop a, did you say, or sorry, I couldn't understand that. Yeah. I can help you with, and then it would go into another four set of options. Every time I was on this automated customer service loop, because anytime you said something, it would restart at the beginning. So I could never get to the later options, which one of them very well might be to talk to an operator. Mm-hmm. But I never got to it because it'd be press one for this, press two for this. Did you say cabbage? Yeah. No. Press one for this. Did you say Candyland? Say yes. Press one. Say no. Press two. And I'd say no. And then say press one for, and it's just, holy smokes. What happened to just calling somebody on the phone and having a person pick it up? Yeah. And it got really bad, I think, in in the last decade. Mm -hmm. And I, I see now on television or where ads pop up and it says, Companies are, are really starting to advertise that, hey, if you want to talk to a real person, we have a service that allows you to do that. Because I think it must cut down on expenses or or I guess it cuts down on having to deal with a bunch of BS for the companies because people aren't going to stay on the line. Yeah. But I just long for the day where if I wanted to order a pizza from Chuck E. Cheese, I could just call them and, they, and somebody would say, hey, how's it going? I'm, I'm Deborah at Chuck E. Cheese. How may yeah. I help you? Instead of press one for the ticket muncher, press two, you know, all that. I yeah. mean, it's just, I don't know. Like I said, we need to be careful. We don't need to get upset or start yelling. But at the same time, these two things that we're kind of covering, there's a lot that gets you angry, a lot it, that gets you riled up. It's just, it's frustrating, especially if you're like, you want to get something fixed. If you're just looking for information, it can be a little irritating. But like I was calling MLBshop.com about that jersey. He's like, I'm over it. I've waited a week and a half. I spent money on it that I shouldn't have spent anyway. I just want my money back. because. That, and what drives me nuts, too, is half the time, probably more than half the time, you get through the automated nonsense, and that takes 15 to 20 minutes, and then you finally get a real person on the line, and they're freaking rude to you. They're rude, or they're sticking to a script. You can tell that yes. they're just reading. Like, yeah. hello, what's your name? And I go, like, Joseph, nice to meet you, Mr. Joseph. How may I help you today? Yeah. Uh, you know, I was I was actually looking at you know ordering some uh, some plates from you guys. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, that's great. And and how can we help you with that? And I go, I, yeah, I just like to order the plates. Can you help me order the plates? Yeah. Sure. I just need to get some information from you, Joseph. Yeah. What's your date of birth? Yeah. What does it matter what my date of birth is? Just let me order the plates. Yeah. Sir, please. We have to go through this process. Okay. It's like we don't. We don't have to go through it. We. As a matter of fact, another situation within the last couple of weeks on that, we're trying to get the final payment in for our honeymoon, Bailey and I are. Yeah, congrats. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Um, But for whatever reason, there was a mix-up between the credit card company and the resort, and it was a whole thing. And we had paid. It was showing we had paid, but they hadn't received the payment, and it was a mix-up. There was a hold somewhere in the line. Oh, brother. I tried to call. I get 
20 minutes in through automated and she's like, I need you to confirm this, 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 and this. So I give her all that information and she's like, all right, now I've got to do a run through of like basically the itinerary of you coming and then leaving. So like it took five minutes to read through the flight plans and what was like what the details were of us being there, uh, what kind of room we had, whatever. And then the flight pan plans on the way back. And I was like, so how can I, and after that it was like, so how can I help you with all this? And I was like, I thought that was, I thought that's, I, yeah. I already talked to you about this. And then the call cut off and oh, I tried to call back no. and I got 10 minutes in and the call cut off. Yeah. And then I tried to call again. I got five minutes in the call cuts off. Yeah. I, and I was getting upset. I'm sure. And then finally, I got it the fourth time. It was another 25-minute phone call. So I spent like an hour and a half on the phone, half of that through automated systems. And man, finally, I think it got worked out a few days later. Uh -huh. But I was about to be flying to the Bahamas to talk to some people in person. Yeah, or maybe swimming that your way there or finding a boat. Can you hitchhike on a boat? I don't see why not. Just hang out by the docks for a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I guess so. But I, I was just thinking whenever I've been on a call like that, uh, being put on a hold is a frustrating experience because they should say, hey, I'm going to transfer you over to this. It should take two minutes, right? Or, yeah. hey, I'm going to I'm gonna put you on hold. You should only be waiting for about 45 seconds. All they do is just say, I'm going to put you on hold. And then you could be put on hold for two minutes. You could be put on hold for two hours. It doesn't matter to them. They do that, I think, because they feel that power. There's that rush of yeah. power for them because they know that I'm hanging out, waiting on them, dependent on them, and they can do whatever they want. I think, so here's my thing with being put on hold. Um, I don't mind it as long as there's decent hold music. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But if it's say. like just weird like uh, Chinese buffet music, like instrumental piano, uh -huh. Not a fan, but I don't mind being on hold for five or ten minutes. Like the, when I called the uh, the resort that we're going to, um, I called and they're like, "We're gonna have to put you on hold for just a minute. I got to get a hold of the accounting department." It's like, okay, whatever. And then they start playing Bob Marley as okay. the hold music. Is it actual it's Bob bam, Marley? Bam, 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 bam. So is yeah. it, it's instrumental or is it the actual no, song? No, it was the song. Wow. Bob Marley was getting it. Is this love? Is this love? Is wow. this love? So you think you, they have to pay for something like that? Like like the rights to I that music? it's just like a Bob Marley radio. I don't know. You think that someone is like DJing the hold music? Maybe Bob Marley's not every day? I don't know. It made That's me think question. of, there used to be, and there, it still might be active, but there used to be a number that you, you could call, and it was like the Hall & Oates line, and you would type in this number call it and then you, it would pick up and it would just be playing like a loop of 10 hollow notes songs really yeah i don't know if it's it's up anymore That's i'll have interesting. to i'll have to look into it but the hold music is definitely important because oh, yeah. most of the time it's not hold music it's just like a loop of i don't know like insert bank name like u.s bank is here because we care for our customers oh god like all that just no no just play some if music. You, if you cared, then you would have had somebody answer the phone right off the bat. You would have picked up the exactly, phone. Exactly, exactly. And for some reason, I mean, you just said Bob Marley was playing in the hold music, and that's nice. But anytime I think of hold music, like a traditional hold music, right? Mm -hmm. I think of the song "Little Spanish Flea." You know that one? Mm -mm. Okay, so let's go ahead and run through a, a little part. You call me because 
you're needing a, a replacement part for your car and, yeah. I'll, and I'll answer it after you just went through all of the press one, press two, press three. So. Hi, this is Sally from Advanced Auto Parts. How may I help you? Sally, you sound like a man. Well, thank you. But how can I help you? Uh, I am needing a part uh, for my vehicle. Um, I just can't seem to find one in store anywhere nearby. Okay. Do you know what your date of birth is? Why does that matter? Do you know what your date of birth is? Yeah. Okay. And how many times have you been out of the country in the past five years? It's a weird friggin' question. If you answer the question, I'll be able to help. Zero times. Okay. And what year was your car manufactured? 2016. Okay. Does it have heated seats? No. What about vented seats? No. Power steering? Yes. XM radio? No. Okay. And what car part are you needing to be replaced? Uh, it is the rear driver's side taillight. Rear driver's side taillight. Okay. I'm going to put you on hold real quick. Okay. Okay. Hello, DJ, you still there? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have the part, so uh, sorry about that, but uh, we hope you have a good day. All right, thanks for nothing. And then that phone call's over. Yeah. So that was a little Spanish flea. I don't know if that ring, you know, kind of rang a bell whenever I, I started to kind of... It did sound kind of familiar. Yeah, I, 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 if we could afford the rights to it, I would have actually played it, but yeah. of course, Curtis is out today. We're, we're recording on Labor Day, but... That's how a typical phone call goes. You you did it exactly how I think I would have done it. Why does it matter what yeah. my birthday is and how many times I've been outside the country in the last five years? I'm just trying to see if you guys have a car part for me. Yeah. But it's all those weird answers that you get. And then usually we could go through another example where you can't get off the phone, right? Yeah. They've helped you with what they needed, what you needed help with. And then it's like, can I help you with anything else? No. Can I offer you a, an extended warranty on this part? No. How about you come on down to the store and we'll give you a free glass of lemonade? No. And if you don't accept that, I'm supposed to offer you a ham sandwich at a disclosed location. No, I'm good. How about a ham sandwich at an undisclosed location? Jesus Christ. No, please. Just, I'm... I'm. And you feel bad. Yeah, yeah. You're, like, you're like, my God, just let me <laughs> off the phone. But they're trying to help you and it's that script that they have to read and it's just a yeah. frustrating experience. Yeah. No, my favorite's always, uh, if you don't mind, we'll be sending you an email. If you'll just click on that link, it'll give you a survey so that you can rate our customer service today. Yeah. It's like, well, you're not going to like that because yeah, you, no. I've been on this phone for 30 minutes. I talked to you for three minutes and you didn't even help me with what I needed. Or they'll even walk you through the survey on the phone call. Has that ever happened to you? No, I don't guess I've oh ever had God. to do that. And it just, I was just trying to be nice because they had been nice to me yeah. and it ended up being five minutes. And at one point I said, I'm sorry, Larry, but... I've actually got to do something because yeah. you can come up with whatever. They're oh, not, they're not going to be like, oh, I, is that right? And I wouldn't even try to lie to them. Like if, in that situation, I'd probably just, hey, man, I got to go. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm tired of talking to you. You seem like a great guy, but I'm, you know, message and data rates apply. Your automated voice system told me that anyway, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm hanging up. This call may be recorded yeah. for satis customer satisfaction. Yeah. yeah. Like what? 
I don't want it to be recorded, but I this need help call with this. May be monitored, monitored or recorded. Yeah, that was for a good customer one. assurance or some bogus. Yeah, lie. some BS. I don't know. It's it's a, it's a frustrating experience, and, and the phone is such a great invention because it connects people, yeah. and it's supposed to make our lives easier, right? Yeah. But oftentimes, especially with the smartphones, we're we're too involved in it. We become disconnected from the people that we're with. But the one place where the phone was supposed to have our back is if we needed help with something, we could call and get the yeah. help. And with the the this call, maybe monitored or recorded kind of thing, uh, to me, they're not... And it's like for customer satisfaction or, or whatever is how they play it. I think really they're probably recording these calls to trap people because they know they're going to push people so far. Yeah. Like people who have never committed a crime, they've never done anything against the law in any shape or form, they're going to push those kinds of people to threatening to kill them yeah. over the phone. And they know it, and they're going to trap them, and then they're going to send it in, and then you're going to have cops show up at your door. Right. Like, listen, I heard we got a complaint saying that you put in a terroristic threat yeah. against this little mom-and-pop shop from, like, Brazil and, so and you were like have, you were like I thought I I thought I was calling Home Depot but yeah and, and talking about like crimes and cops and things like that I mean where does the line where do we draw the line because what if the 911 service becomes automated hi yeah. thanks for calling 911 press one if you're being murdered yeah press two if you're being robbed press three if you were in an automobile accident if you're bleeding out please stay on the line and yeah like, and then if that last one. Did be, you did you say gunpoint? Yeah. Say yes, or say no, and then you're like, no. Yeah. Press I, one for if if you're being murdered. <laughs> It'll get to the point where like the fourth option is gonna. Be, are you an organ donor? Say yes or say no, and if you say yes, they're just gonna hang up. Yeah. Like, Great. Have a good day. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. And that's where, with the robocalls, with these automated customer service lines, there's got to be a point where the American people, I guess everybody on the planet, just says, we've had enough. Yeah. And I don't know what we could necessarily do to make changes in that, but you have to think that it's some sort of uh, peaceful protest. Oh. Uh, but I don't know where you would hold that peaceful protest because a lot of these companies that you're calling that do have the automated services... And robocalls are, are far off from where you actually live. So mm -hmm. maybe we'll work on that, try to organize something like that, and have an all-you-need-to-know anti-robocall and automated customer service march at some point. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, but DJ, we have reached our time cap, and so we're going to have to wrap it up here with robocalls and automated customer service lines. What do you think? Any other closing statements? If, if let's say if the people, let's say somebody is listening to this that actually runs an automated customer service line or sends out robocalls, what do you have to say to them? Just please find something else to do. Another, stop. a different way to make money. Just please, yeah. God. Please, Lord, stop. Or just hire some people. Make yeah. some make some more jobs. Create, yeah. create a better environment for the economy and have some people answer the damn phone. Yep. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. And that is All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. 
rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.